Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Hope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. What's going on? Good morning. So, um, you know, I was, I wake up pretty early and when I wake up, I meditate. You know, I try to do that first thing. Uh, all the, anybody in this kind of, you know, space of personal growth or healing or manifesting or law of attraction, anybody in that kind of space, the first thing they tell you is don't wake up and immediately check your email or get on Twitter or don't, you know, poison the well first thing, basically. So I usually meditate, but I had a text from one of my friends and she was obviously up about four um, looking at TikTok because she sent me a TikTok video which, you know, in the fun way TikTok does things, chronicled someone with anxiety. And she says she thinks that's her. And, you know, it's like this guy, he's dancing to great music, he's running around, he's jumping. But the text is saying stuff like, you know, I work hard, but I don't have the confidence or, you know, I can't, you know, I have anxiety, I can't slow my mind down. And all this stuff in the video and, uh, you know, here's the thing, unless there's something chemically wrong with your brain, uh, like, and I'm a person who grew up in a household with someone who has bipolar disorder, not in the funny way, not the, oh, you bipolar, no, real, for real, on medication, bipolar. I grew up with someone with a bird's eye view of what that looks like, unless you have something like that in your brain, chemically imbalanced, you can control anxiety, you know, unless you have something chemically wrong with your brain. It's just your beliefs are the thoughts that you keep thinking over and over and over again. And a lot of times we believe things because it's just familiar. Like, you know, part of the reason why yesterday's podcast was so short is I had done a, like a pretty lengthy podcast. And at the end, um, as you all know, my mom is, uh, I take care of my mom and she has been diagnosed with dementia. And, you know, so far it's been fine. You know, um, I have tried to detox her brain from all the sugar and uh, carbs that she loves to eat. And mostly it's fine, but some things unnerve her and the rattle, uh, blah, rattle, the thunderstorm yesterday rattled her nerves. So she starts calling up at the end of my podcast. So I had to delete and start all over. So um, and I was headed to the office. So that was a short podcast yesterday and I was kind of mad, but I got over it. That's that's been my thing lately. Get over things fast. So I was a little irritated. So yesterday I had touched on, um, you know, belief systems and some of the things that we believe. We only believe them because they feel familiar you know, there is a familiar thought and we're comfortable and content with it, not because it's healthy or the best thing for us, but because it feels familiar. So a lot of times we are believing things that aren't really true or don't necessarily have to remain true. They're only true because you believe them. And so once you evolve and change the way you look at things and change the way you think about a, a subject or a person or a concept, 
that's how you change your life because you stop believing, you know. So if you sit up and say, I have all this anxiety and I, you know, I can't sleep because I never can shut my brain down. That's just something you've said to yourself enough that you believe it to be true. So why not say the opposite? Say, boy, I really get great nourishing sleep when I go to bed. When I go to bed, I'm out. I'm out like a light. I sleep through the night. Your brain is constantly listening to you. You know, I I noticed earlier today, I have, now my family was great. You know, we, we were clean, we were safe, we, you know, went to school. People put money into my education, into my culture. I had piano lessons for ugh, way too long. But I, I look back and I know that that was a blessing. I just wanted to play a different instrument. That's another podcast. But, you know, I had a great life, but I didn't have super effusive parents these these millennials have these parents that are, you know, you're so smart and great and I love you. You know, a lot of people have those kind of parents, not just millennials. I, I went to college and I didn't realize I didn't have a few of parents until I started meeting all these other people whose parents were just doting on them. And I was like, gosh, I what is that like? And so one thing I've developed over the years, and I don't know how long I've been doing this, but my default language in my head is, you know, I love you and I'm so proud of you. I say that to myself, I don't know how many times a day. And I never really thought about it, but I do. And this morning when I said it, I was like, oh, that's how I talk to myself. That's very, very sweet. Um, it's very self-protective. It's very self-nurturing. And, you know, uh, I just think sometimes people are mean to themselves in their heads. You know, people say stuff like, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I didn't figure that out. Like, who talk? Don't talk like that to yourself. That I mean, even when I give an example of that, my body reacts because that's just such a harsh way to talk to somebody. And I think a lot of people talk negatively to themselves, which they probably picked up from a parent or I don't know, a, a, someone who says they love them. And that's how they talk to them. And, um, that's not loving talk, though. And I think some of us have just wound ourselves up into these tight, tight balls. You know, you can't be afraid to fail and be an entrepreneur. You can't be afraid to be vulnerable and be a woman. You can't afraid be afraid to be successful if you're not even going to, you know, try new things. Um, that's just part of it. It's part of the dichotomy. And, and there will be times when you um, don't always accomplish the things you want to accomplish. And that's fine. Take an L. But, that, but don't just take the loss. Make it a learning, teachable moment. Like you learn something. You're either going to win or you're going to learn. And you just got to keep going. That's how it works. And don't beat yourself up because you made a mistake. That's anxiety. That's when you unroll the ball of anxiety, it's fear. It's fear of something. You're either afraid to fail or you're afraid to try or you're afraid to be successful because you don't know if you're prepared for that. You know, it's just a fear of something. And then when you carry that in your body all day, every day, of course you can't sleep. You know, you really have to be open to letting it go. And I think that's why religion even exists. How many people have that kind of faith, though, where you really let it go and let God take it over? 
I hear it all the time. I hear, let go, let God. But how many people actually know how to do that? How many people actually really do that? You know, so a life unexamined is a life that's not worth living. You need to pay attention to these things. Life is amazing. God is amazing. Whatever you credit all this to is amazing, you know, and they have they have a special place in their heart for you, whatever it is, whether it's the universe, whether it's just uh, the divine cosmos, God, whatever you want to call it, this abundant energy source that has us all here that keeps things running and, and moving. You know, if you want to believe it's all chance and just some rando set of circumstances, that's fine. Believe that. But also believe that whatever that is, is here for you. It's championing you. It wants to see you win. We did not come here to suffer, to struggle, to be unhappy, you know, and despite people's circumstances, I get it. You know, some people have horrific lives. Some people have things, families they were born into that weren't safe. They weren't healthy. Um, They did harm. I get that. But you won't be there forever. And many of you listening to this are old enough to be out of that situation. So will you recreate that because that's what you're familiar with? Or will you take a stand and say, hey, you know, I deserve to be happy. I deserve to have a good life and go off in that direction because you can You can, I tell you, unless you have something really chemically going on in your brain, you can change your mind. And when you can change your mind, you can change your life. And I I know of what I speak because I've done it. And this worked. People, they talk to me, you know, they say, oh, man, you, you know, you really listen. I've been working on this since I was 19. I'm 51. You know, I have worked a long time to get to where I am. And yeah, I, I take some really good blood pressure medication as well. <laughs> that is, it's top notch. But I also have to admit to you that in the 10 years since I've been diagnosed with high blood pressure, um, my medication has been reduced multiple times because I didn't need it. It was too strong. First of the first dose they gave me, I was falling asleep in the middle of the day. I mean, I felt like it was shutting my systems down. <laughs> but, you know, the I don't want to get off on that. The, the, the point is, wherever you are in your life is an opportunity. If you're not happy, it's an opportunity to look at where you are, examine that, examine how you feel about it, and make a new choice. Just do something different. You're not a tree. Move. You know, if you don't have a loving, supportive network of people that you can call who are genuinely enthusiastic for you when you win something or you, you know, I have a friend yesterday. She was like, did I tell you, you know, we're going to Florida, her and her family. And I was genuinely excited for her because I know how hard she's been running around and working. And it's like, dude, you need that. I mean, it'd be better without the kids, but I get it. You get, you know, I get it. Sometimes you got to take them too. (laughs) But if you can park them at the grandparents and just really go have a vacation, that sounds wonderful. And I'm happy for you. Do I need a vacation? Hell yeah, I really do. But that doesn't have anything to do with the fact that I'm happy for my friend. You know what I mean? Like if you don't have those kind of people in your life, you need new friends. And uh, some of y'all do. And some of you all aren't aren't friends. Some of the people you think is think of as your friend 
are not your friends. Friends do friendly things, you know. Uh, so you just have to pay attention and, and, and look at the people around you. How are you living your life? You know, how are they treating you? How do you feel when you're with them? Whether we give a whole bunch of energy to who we want to date, who we want to have sex with, who we want to marry, but we don't think hardly anything about the other people, (laughs) all the many, many other people, which is probably 95% of the people in your life, um, who aren't your romantic partners, you know, we don't think about those relationships at all. Your siblings, your parents, your kids, you know, the quality of that relationship, it just is what it is. But you, you'll you twist yourself up into a pretzel to make a man or a woman happy with you if you really want that person, right? So like, you know, that's kind of twisted as well. We need to pay attention to how we treat each other and how we feel about each other. And some relationships are not nutritious. And sometimes that person's going to be someone you can't get rid of. You know, you, you, it's your mom or it's your dad or it's your uncle or it's, you know, your caregivers, somebody who really twists you up in knots and you don't particularly care for them, but you can't get away from them because they're your family or they're somebody you're going to see. Um, you know, you just have to examine how the boundaries you're going to put up and make that relationship work in a way that's healthy for you. At the end of the day, it all comes back to what's healthy for you. And you get to choose that. And I guess that's really my ultimate point. You know how I am on Friday. I just I'm in my feelings. I I want this podcast to be impactful because we've uh, probably unpacked a lot of things through the week. And uh, yeah, if this helps somebody, that's what it was all about. Because what I've shared in this podcast was my 30s. <laughs> It took me the to the like the bulk of my mid twenties to my late thirties to get to to what I just shared here, um, and I'm still working on that. I'm still learning how to receive, you know. And if you ever watch The Secret, I mean it's kind of hokey, and I can see why people dismiss The Secret, but it's I believe it's a real thing. If you believe in karma, if you believe in energy. Uh, there's no such thing as a coincidence. I believe what you put out, you get in return um, based off of your intention. So if you don't intend good things with what you put out, you're not going to get, get good things in return. If you're out here being a predator, but you, you, know, you pretend like you're a good person, yeah, the, the universe knows. God knows when you ain't, ain't right, you know. So anyway, yeah. <sighs> It's a, it's a life's journey and it's a lot of work <laughs> and I've been doing this for a long time and, uh, you know, but you get to decide and you get to choose. And I think sometimes people just don't know how to do that because it's not like anybody teaches you this stuff. You have to learn and you learn based off of, well, I tried that and it sucked. <laughs> and now I'm trying to move into a way of learning that's like, oh, that was nice. You know, but no one in the history of the world so far has been like, you know what? I've had so much fun and I've learned so much about myself. You know, most of us only learn through pain. So I'm trying to evolve that. But I guess the point I was making about the secret is sometimes it sounds like hokum, but a lot of it is really, you know, not. A lot of it is um, this suspension of a dysfunctional belief system and just opening your mind to the possibility that that there are ways that the universe works that we don't fully understand, but we still need to engage that, you know? 
So anyway, that is it for me this Friday. I, you know, it's uh, the weekend's coming up and I'm going to watch the end of that Woody Allen. So expect that on on Monday. That is a harrowing tale. And I say that not to discourage you from watching it. I think it's important to watch it. Uh, and then I was reading a headline the other day where somebody was like, well, what? how come we don't hear Woody's side of of Woody's side of the story in this documentary? And in a lot of times, and I've said this before, I think in a lot of cases, I do believe a documentary needs to present all the facts and, and try not to be biased. In this case, we had Woody's side the whole time. We only had Woody's side because Mia was drowned out and didn't want to talk. And and she did not have the machine PR machine behind her that Woody Allen had. I was alive when that happened and I was grown. I was in my 20s. And I remember not vividly because I didn't follow it that hardcore, but I was a Woody Allen fan. I was a film major. So, I mean, like I said, Annie Hall and Manhattan are two of my favorite films. Um, if you don't want to be a filmmaker after watching Manhattan, it ain't in you, you know? Um, and I remember he was everywhere. He was everywhere and hasn't been since, you know? You know, he's really not that kind of celebrity. So, yeah, we already know what he side. So it don't have to be fair. He His side was the only side out there, really. So, you know, I get that people don't want to believe it. And I do believe there's sort of this toxic male, like we got to protect, you know, each other kind of thing going on. And I get it. I listen, half the podcast listeners are male. So apparently something about me appeals to men. You know, (laughs) but I mean, you can't see me. So apparently whatever I talk about is is balanced and interesting to men as well. So that's fine. And that's great because that's how my life is. I uh, um, I love men. Always have. Uh, but I, I can love a lot of people and still be able to point out what I think is not right. <laughs> so that's how it works with me. And, you know, I think Woody Allen for a long time was a very fine filmmaker and probably always will be a fine filmmaker that does not uh, hold any bearing on what you see in this docuseries and if any part of it is true which I have to think I have to think it is you know the witnesses have no reason to lie you know 30 years later you know what I mean like come on if you did this it's unconscionable And I'm not. And again, it's enough evidence there that it should have gone to trial. You know, say what you want about OJ. It went to trial. You know, um, that's the whole point. I think the fact that this could just get swept under the rug and no charges. That's also egregious and horrifying and would not have been the case for someone without the means that he had. So. It's it's um, troubling on many, many levels. So but it's really worth watching. It's like riveting. So anyway, I'm going to finish that in a couple of weeks. Tina Turner's docuseries or documentary is going to show on HBO. HBO is on fire. And uh, I'm excited about that because while I enjoyed Netflix's Tiger King, I don't I I could be OK scrubbing that out of my brain. <laughs> 
because this time last year we were all watching Tiger King because everybody was at home and uh that was quite quite an experience um I do want to watch the biggie doc that they have on Netflix but I'll be honest once they lost the office I mean I haven't logged into Netflix in a long time not that I know it sounds like I watch a ton of TV. I'm very selective with what I watch. But since I get to work from home, I do turn on the TV as background noise. And when I do that, it's almost always uh, sports. You know, FS1 has the better shows, I think, for all day sports watching. I, I listen to Colin Cowherd. I sort of feel like my show, my podcast is like the... Uh, non-sports version of Colin Cowherd you know that's what I'm going for and a little bit of Joe Rogan and maybe some ladies podcast that I've never listened to (laughs) or or I don't listen to a ton of podcasts but you know that's what I'm going for just some balance you know I'm not a liberal I'm not a conservative I am a moderate independent voter and uh you know, my sort of middle-aged logic appeals to people. And uh, I think that's dope. I really do. All right, fam. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Uh, please try to stay safe, but enjoy this weather. Get out uh, again. If you're fortunate enough to get to travel for spring break uh, with the kiddos, I mean, safe travels. Enjoy it. Enjoy wherever you are in your life, you know. Um, just be happy. You know, have a good life. Life is short. At times it's super short. At times it's not. When you're unhappy, it seems hella long. But, uh, you know, just enjoy your life. Enjoy your space. Be where you are fully. Be present. And, uh, you know, just be your best. All right. We'll be back here next week. The show. Oh, check out the website. It's uh, www.madlovepodcast.com. And I want to thank all my friends and family who pressured me (laughs) into finally (laughs) creating a website and a forum. I'm going to build it out. But right now you can go, you can leave comments and, uh, you know, thank you for the support. I really do appreciate it. All right. Be well.
Shark Club.